Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to Love Castle the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. We're joined today with Vicky Piri, a very special guest from Italy, because we're in Italy. We're in a rather nice we're hotel. We're not in Italy. Oh yeah, we're in Switzerland. We're on the Italian-Swiss border. Really different. We can see Italy, though. Yeah. And that's Lake me. Maggiore, which sounds Italian. Lago Maggiore. It's really Alaska, different. Alaska, Alaska, so we're in Villa Orsolina. Okay. So the places are Orsolina. This hotel, which is magnificent, they're letting us film in the grounds. Filming a rather nice car, Maserati MC20. But this is a motorsport podcast about racing. And we're going to kick off with next weekend, Formula One, Australia. Formula One in general. You're enjoying that with Ferrari. It's exciting in Italy now. It is exciting for Italy. I mean, it's good to see, you know, covers of of newspapers finally talking about Formula One and not football, football, football. So You don't mention football in Italy. You didn't qualify (laughs) for the World Cup. Keep quiet. Uh, so, so what do they say? Are you, they enjoying, just say are you enjoying the new formula? Do you think I it's good? I am absolutely enjoying it. I think the new cars are pretty good. Uh, I think they still need to kind of, you know, get them right in rhythm and everything. There's a lot of things that I think have to come up, but it's Carlos really or Charles? I'm, a, I'm team Carlos. No, Charles. He's the better driver. Carlos is going to get shown up this year. Charles just had a bad year last year. Carlos is... History. I think I think Charles, if he puts his mind together, he's yeah, faster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But when the car Definitely. wasn't so good, when he's demotivated, he was slower than Carlos. Yeah, I think now he's and that that is something though I don't like as a driver. I think you it's really important, especially for a team like Ferrari, that they put a lot of pressure on themselves, and sometimes they never turn it. That's what they did up to now in good energy. It's they turn it often to, uh, into bad energy. I think. Carlos is more a driver that helps the team while Charles, he's really hard on himself, he's hard on the team. He could mentally not help as much Ferrari yeah. in a bad moment. Now, you're going to be a deciding vote. Because okay. last week, Very I had important. a Twitter poll oh. on DRS. Because the point oh. is, although the car's going to follow a bit closer, the whole race in Saudi was all about DRS. All the excitement yeah. was generated because they yeah. still need DRS to overtake. Absolutely. Which, as a traditionalist, I hate because I thought I don't want to ever have DRS. It shouldn't be there. But it's very grumpy. I've also explained on this podcast that try to forget it's an artificial flap. Yeah. Because this new aero, they've lost slipstream because the new air is cleaner. Of so I'm saying, in your new mind, if DRS upsets you, imagine it's just something that gives you slipstream. It's like a toe. Yes, it's exactly. a magical toe. Exactly. <laughs> so, the vote was: okay. Do we all now accept? Okay, we're going to have to have DRS. It's made it exciting. This is we just stay with it and, and think it's slipstream or something. Or do you want DRS got rid of as soon as possible? Now, of about two thousand votes. It was exactly 50-50. Oh, wow, really? So I, I expected for my followers to be all anti-DRS, you know. I thought it'd be more yeah. saying get rid of DRS. But I was surprised that 50% said, no, let's keep it. It's causing... Well, so why did Vicky get the casting vote and not me? Because she's more important than you. And That's she's true. racing driver. Well, no, you're a racing driver. He is a racing driver. Do you even know what a toe is? <laughs> I drove catering. Catering racing is massive. So come on, are you going to... 
Do you want DRS gone as soon as possible? I am in favor. Oh, so DRS stays forever. DRS stays forever. No, seriously. I mean, what alternative do we have? You'd rather have a push to pass? Well, I'd maybe, yes. What? I I would have a lot of people that were the DRS, and I quite like the idea, is you get 20 applications or 30 applications in a race. And you can use it whenever you want. See, now you're contradicting yourself. But then attack. that's Mario Kart. It's not racing you know, You know what he says about Extreme E every single week? It's too complicated. The rules are too complicated. And that would make Formula 1 far too complicated. Keep it easy. Oh. Yeah. That, I, I think I DRS do. works. I do agree. I think DRS works. But it was a- Mario Kart. In not overtaking the last group step. I'm not going to overtake you. You're not going to overtake me. I mean, that was Mario Kart. That was pretty funny. But the that... service we got on, on live oh, cars. Can I have a coffee? coffee Where's my work? Thank you. So in terms of your racing, so we've got Formula 1 in uh, Australia coming up, this which weekend. is exciting this weekend. Um, but in terms of your racing, you're, you've moved away from W Series. Yes. Oh, glad to meet you. Where's yours, Tim? Moved away from W Series, which was an exciting couple of years for you, but now you're doing the Italian GT Cup. Yes. Driving a Porsche. Yes. And you're going to be in the. You're going to be up there. You're going to be. Well, it looks it looks pretty good. As you know, GT racing is pretty different because yeah. it's not not everyone's got Have the you same driven car. driven the car yet? Yeah, and I really loved it. I was scared it would be like uh, driving a washing machine <laughs> from a single seater, but it was not. I mean, at the beginning, I thought it would. I mean, the steering wheel was broken. It was just like too soft. I was like, what, what's going on in here? And I was like, and you can't understand if the tires are warm yet because obviously the steering wheel is so soft. Well, the first thing that you feel yeah. on a single seater is that when, when those tires start to grip, everything becomes really stiff and hard. And then you're like, okay, now it's time to go. So, uh, but that was just like the first feeling. But then it was good. I mean, the power of the car. I mean, going from a single seater to uh, you know, a really powerful car with a lot more horsepower. It's, it's exciting. And, yeah, I just needed to have a fresh start. Um, so Le Mans was the target next to it now. Porsche oh, take it easy. But, but that you're, would you're be sharing cool. the car with a, with a very quick lady. Yeah, she's I mean, champion. She, she's the reigning she champion, exactly. She's been racing in GT, like, over 10 years. We met in W Series Shootout two years ago. Um, then so the long distance race, this one hour, one hour race, or two it's hour a long? one hour race, and we do half a race half each. each. Yeah, two races by weekend. Do you have to do half, or can one do sixty percent? Well, you have a pit window, okay. so okay. you could do, do twenty six minutes, yeah, yeah, something like that. But then you, you'd keep it thirty. Very exciting. How many yeah. races is that? Is that, is that a GT three regulation? Eight races. Yeah, four weekends. Or it's four weekends, eight, eight races, races all in Italy. All in Italy, and we've got mega tracks because we've got Monza, the first race. It's never easy to start a racing, racing season <laughs> Are they GT3 Monza. cars or a slightly different cup, format? Cup, No, but the regulation is GT3. No, it's, it's like a Korea Cup. Okay. The car is exactly like a Korea okay. Cup. But then they're really growing into motorsport now because GT3 is getting always more expensive, while yeah. G-Cups, I mean, at the end... In terms of engine and everything, they're really, you know, really similar. They're yeah, we fast. Have, we have a series in England that's over GT Cup. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, obviously GT3, you have all much more downforce. And, you know, for me, maybe it was an easier choice. It's way more expensive, you know. So Monza first. Monza's the first. You don't want to start a racing season in Monza, but there well, you've you go. done plenty of laps around Monza. You know yeah, I know Monza. But Monza, everybody thinks it's easy. Guys, Monza is the hardest place tell the camera tell the camera it's the hardest place <laughs> where you're gonna have to 
race. I don't I like mean, it. Slipstreams, breaking points, Stupid everything. Chicane curves. It's, it's just like it's it's Curve not jumping. easy Curve in the jumping. race. It's always it's, it's, it's easy when you're a professional. You know, these two have got a lot to learn when you're a professional. Yeah, it's not that easy. <laughs> so, and then we go to Misano, which is good. Okay, Imola, which I think is one of the most difficult racetracks in the world. Would you agree? <sighs> Another one I don't like. Too many corners. They, too many Senna, corners. <laughs> well, after Senna's action, they ruined it. They put too yeah. many chicken. You know when you go down to what was almost the first of hairpin, Tosa. Yeah, Tamburello. Tosa, is it Tosa? Tosa, Tosa, hairpin. So that used to be overtaking, the long straight. Yeah, yeah. But after Senna's, they put the chicane where, where Senna's had it done, but then another chicane just before Tosa. Tamburello. Right, now if you took out the second chicane, yeah. you could exit the first chicane and then recreate the run down to oh. Tosa, so you could overtake. But that chicane is really fun. Yeah, but nobody ever takes into the hairpin because you come out of the chicane, yeah. single yeah. part. Yeah, no, it's, it's impossible to overtake. Away. I watched GT World Challenge yesterday. I was about to talk about AX Wars. Yeah, it, did you see what Valentino did? <laughs> no. Well, he went to the pits. He, he, he missed his minute yeah, yeah. stop. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, but So it's this big stuff. I was going to go on to that from your yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and where's the final race of the season for you? Mugello. Mugello. My favourite track is... in the whole world. Now that we agree with. We agree with It's Mugello. beautiful. Why are we not in Mugello now? Why are we in Switzerland? We're, we're in this very nice hotel. Well, yeah, I can do that. Or, or Selena. <laughs> so, yes, so Valentino, big, is that big news in the Italian press, him going to GT oh race? Yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time you actually see a GT car or Italian news, thanks to Valentino. Well, Did so you see how many people turn up? But he went to Audi. He should have been a Ferrari, surely. <laughs> or a Lamborghini. Ducati. Yeah. Audi, Ducati. So much love. And there's no way he's going to win anything with Just talk some Italian so. for, for, for like 10 seconds. So tell us about Valentino Rossi in Italian. Allora, so qui con Paul e Tiff mi stanno facendo fare questo questo podcast sono arrivata qua da due minuti va bene mi hanno subito messo qua a fare questo podcast però va bene così almeno mi hanno offerto un caffè oh, oh cazzo she got excited she's talking yes. Italian as the win so Valentino Rossi GT Racing at Imola poor but that was a really I felt very sorry for him I think the whole world did but it's well, they were running they were running 13th and he dropped to 23rd without mistake they finished 17th but Audi won it um, yeah. Two Mercedes second and third, so he's in the right car to win. Absolutely, who's his yes. co-drivers? They top blood. Well, these two co-drivers are Frederick Vervish and Nico Muller, which I know quite well. They're both factory Audi, factory Audi drivers. drivers. They're great drivers. Uh, they're drivers that you know have worked a lot with the team WRT, are one of the best teams. I mean, he was quite fast. He was like three, four tenths off Nico Muller, and okay. you know. Yeah. I, I, I would do that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not bad. But then you see that he's not quite on point because he can do that lap, but he's not good in traffic. Mm. He's not good yet in race management. I mean, pitting. Stuff. Race management is a big thing, isn't it? You in don't GT realize. races, yeah. yeah. Like, it's quite... What I found in GT, I think it's quite easy to get close to a good lap time. Well, in single seaters, it's difficult to get yeah, close yeah. to a right mm -hmm. lap time. But what's difficult in GT is just the race management. You know, when the tyres go off, 
with a DT yeah. car, it just starts like a lot of strategy around. catching catching safety car periods, lucky or unlucky yeah. when the safety car comes. Yeah. That's a big. There's a, a bit of a luck involved with the GT exactly, racing when, exactly. when the safety cars come exactly. out. If you've just pitted or haven't pitted, it can ruin your race. So. Exactly. Yeah. It's great stuff. So who won? A lot of cars. About forty car field, isn't it? It's a wow. Big, so yeah. Audi, Audi were Audi, Audi won Mercedes second and third. Barwell Lamborghinis. About I don't know tenth in that such a good weekend. Tis my brother. brother. My brother runs a team. Oh, wow. In Lamborghini. Lamborghini, the sort Which of semi works, Barwell Motorsport. Oh, yeah, they've I saw won, that. They've won lots of stuff in the last cool. few years. Yeah. Cool. They just so, picked uh, Chris Harris's team last year right at the end, didn't they? Always beat Chris Harris. <laughs> <laughs> so, going for Rossi, the other thing last weekend was MotoGP. Do you be a big MotoGP fan? Uh, I've lost Ooh. a bit of MotoGP fan. Argentina. But I, I did not see the race, I'm going to be honest. Oh, see, I don't follow it. I, I, I think it's brilliant, MotoGP. I like MotoGP. There's lots of overtaking. Lots There's of, a lot of lot overtaking. Of no, I love MotoGP. I just haven't followed it much. Uh, they always have these, but they always, they're always so happy at the end of MotoGP. We love it when, the, when it, they're in the news. Everyone's happy. Motorsport. You finish third, you're yeah. happy. You finish second, you're happy. It takes me back to my karting times when you knew, you were winning the races that they would give you like a bit of pancetta here in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and a trophy, you know, it, when you watch a MotoGP race, it, feels, yeah. it gives you that Because uh, the, the good the story this weekend, it's always good luck. Alex, Alex, I don't know how you spell it. It's Spargaro. With Aurelia. He's 32, he's the old, older brother. And yeah. it's his first win, 200 races, MotoGP. Wow, that's so He was on pole position, the first pole position, or second pole position, I think, for Aprilia. But had the first win for Aprilia. And it was a great race. He it's made a, a nice story. But, yeah, but every week with MotoGP, there are good stories Something like new, that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like yeah, about it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not always the favourite. It's not always. But the there was a Spanish one, two, three. She's probably gone off MotoGP because you know Italians aren't winning. No, she likes Carlos. Carlos is Spanish. So they finished one, two, three, four because second was Jorge Martin in a Ducati. Alex Rins was third in Suzuki, and Johan Mir was fourth Suzuki. So. All Spanish, but I mean, yeah, it does get on my nerves though a bit. Too many Spanish riders, or no, what? Too much yeah, good. Spanish going but on. They're good. They're great. Well, gets, so what if they're good at something? I'm going to be honest, brutally honest. It's not that it gets it gets on my nerves because I know Spain, I know UK, and I know this isn't just an Italian complaining. Are more helped. The drivers, the riders yeah, are helped. Yeah, yeah. Way more helped in Spain. I mean, even in rate, in car racing, especially in uh, in bike racing, uh, UK, you know, you've got BRDC, you have a lot of things. We think we don't have anything. So mm. when I see all these drivers coming up, it's frustrating for me. You've, but just, that's, you've just got the just, local roads in Italy. Yeah, we've just got the roads. <laughs> well, that, the Italians won Moto2. You shouldn't be so upset. Yeah, that's true. Because Moto2 was this new kid that was on board, a 16-year-old from Spain, Fermin Aldegur. Apologies for my accent, as always. But he had a nasty crash, got taken out in a racing incident, and the Italian Celestino Vietti. Celestino Vietti. Oh, Celestino. How did our boy Pedro Acosta get on? Well, he's a bit disappointed because the two Brits, Jacob Dixon was fifth, Sam Laus, um, tenth, not such a great for Sam. But Pedro Acosta, who was a fantastic Spanish kid in Moto 3, won Moto 3, blitzed it last year. He was amazing. But he finished seventh. He still hasn't really clicked with Moto2 yet. He's a bit old now. I think he's 17 now, so maybe he's just getting a bit too old. For... Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you quickly. should go. You're younger. <laughs> yes. Moto3 for the Brits. John McPhee still injured. He wasn't there. But our vision track boys, these we've got a little British team now. Yeah. So we've got no riders coming no. up. But now there's a little British team running two kids in Moto3. It's the first time we've had a sort of, you know, supporting young Brits. 
But as Scott Ogden's the quickest. He was right in the midfield, but he broke down. And Joshua Wheatley was 23rd. So we have got some young British riders. There is a team now trying to push some, some UK riders up the MotoGP stairway. Yeah. And do you see them in MotoGP, this team? Well, I don't know. I can't see that far. I'm not a MotoGP <laughs> expert. Oh, okay. so, but literally he's half the ex- field Spanish. I mean, it's, it's crazy now. Yeah. He's half the field Spanish. Yeah. He is an expert in one thing. NASCAR. I don't watch it very often. Do you do like you NASCAR? Watch NASCAR. I love NASCAR. Do you? <laughs> love. NASCAR. Where was it? Oh. oh well, talk us through we, NASCAR. We were, we were in. Um, where were we? It's Martinsville. No, that's next weekend. There's a race every weekend. I know. It's a rich. Week. They have double cars, right? <laughs> double cars, double tracks, double everything. There's now a limit on them. They've got a new generation of car. Okay. And before they used to have super speedway cars, speedway cars at the workshop. Each driver would have like ten cars. Yeah. They've limited them to six each now. Oh, so you can only, have six. It's only six cars. How many do you have? But, but yeah, the, one. The race there's so much strategy and pace cars, and the long race forty cars spotters. everywhere. Spotters. Yeah. So what does a spotter actually do in NASCAR? These are your wing mirrors. So you're driving ahead. Everything. He's coming on your left. He's coming on your left. Because the great thing, you go to Daytona 500, I entertain a group, we go to Daytona 500, you have the radio in, and you can listen to any driver talking to his spotter. So you just tune in, whoever your team is. Whoever. So there, you're on board with it. There's no secret. And it's always, if you're out in front, you've got a gap behind, you know, because you need the push at Daytona. Help coming, help coming, helps three behind, helps two behind, helps one behind. Oh, I love that accent. And it's, you know, you're three wide, three wide, three wide. Clear left, clear low, clear so, low, clear So, I mean, low. the trust relationship with your trust. Yeah, because when you be do quiet. an overtake, and the overtakes can take five laps in some of the shorter speedways. So you cre- always, the high line is faster exit, but you dive underneath on the low line, And right? they go up. But you've got to wait for the spotter, because you could be like a bumper to a bumper. Yeah. But as soon as the guy goes clear high, you don't, you've got no idea. Straight up. You just go up. Now, if the spotter's got it slightly wrong, you get bumper contact, you're in the wall at 200. But this is what gets me, the amount of argy-bargy and bumping they do in NASCAR. And then then they stand on the podium and they say, well, I would have done the same thing. They push push them off the last corner and say, well, I would have done the same thing. It's like, uh, uh, we call it in England, uh, banger racing. (laughs) It's like posh banger racing. There's no, hardly ever is there a driver reprimand. If you get taken out by someone, you know, next week, he'll be taking you out. Really? Yeah. It's all done by... Grudge matches. Oh God! So if you take someone out too deliberately, you know that next week officials won't do anything about it. But they will. Yeah, they will. You know, as soon as what, you're, in the, what, you're in the mirror next weekend, and the guy that you took out last week, oh no, here I'm we gonna, go. I'm going to get taken out. I'm going to get taken out. What yeah. do you think is the most important quality that a driver in NASCAR has to have? In terms of I don't know, it's an amazing all-round skill, you know, because they are racing every weekend. You know, Formula One teams are talking about, you know, 21, 23 is too many, 21. I mean, they, they, they have two weekends off from February to November. That's incredible. They are racing. Okay, it's all in America, but America's like Europe. Yeah, yeah you're, still, you're still flying from race to race. Know. You know, there's a lot of travel. The truckies are, you know, again, because they've got two cars, you could have a separate team going to the next race. What do they do in terms of the weekend? Is it is it like Grand Prix, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? No, it's just Saturday quality. They had, they had During COVID, right, this was brilliant. They had no practice, no qualifying. They, they, just... had, they had some road courses, because they have about five road courses a year now. So 40 cars gridded on championship points. On the first lap, is the first lap they've done around that track for a year. And they used to race. Wow. 
It's a bit like you putting the same on the tires on, as you said, <laughs> at the 200 mile hour That was never happening. They were going out on the pace car lap, 60 miles an hour, having never done, and then green, 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 you green. You for sure it helps you in terms, as a driver mentally, you have to, yeah. have, to have a big, big, yeah. easy going raced, approach. Uh, any qualifiers, no practice at all. Wow. Right, anyway, just to say, last weekend's winner was Denny Hamlin. First win for Toyota, Denny Brilliant. Hamlin. Kevin Harvick, second plus Ford, third Ford. All strategy, tyres, took the lead on four laps to go, coming through the field. Uh, Kyle Larson, my favourite, number five, who I follow. You have to follow someone in NASCAR, because then you, you know... Where did Kyle they tell you about you can, you can be two laps down in 30th place and win that race. Because <laughs> you gain a lap back and stay out. That's it all a bit, like, that's a bit you know, It sounds like... PlayStation, <laughs> yeah, bit, doesn't it? it does it? Mario Kart. It does sound like a bit Mario Kart. I've driven around Charlotte at 170 miles an hour, and it wouldn't seem it's just turning left. I did try in NASCAR, the European NASCAR. Yeah, I did try it a yeah. few laps, and it was it was fun though. An oval really or fun. no? I tried it on they track. They were all street races. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you two have got a Maserati MC20 to film. Ooh. So we've got to wrap up next week. What have we got? We've got obviously the Australian Grand Prix, as we said. Predictions, Vicky. Australia Grand Prix, mm. so it's a mid, mid, mid speed corners, right? So I do expect to see that Red Bull Ferrari going on again. So we go in Ferrari, Forza Ferrari. And then maybe there's been a couple of weeks of break, so probably Mercedes have woken might up some. Done, might have sorted out their porpoising. So one, two, three? One, two, three would be, I would say, Leclerc, Verstappen, Hamilton. Wow, strong predictions. Yeah. We're only going. We're not going with yeah. ours. Only Vicky's. Uh, what else we got next week? Superbikes. Some in their first round. World Superbikes. Aragon in Spain, and of course, you'll be going there, won't you? In Your Aragon. weekend must be booked. No, another event, surely. Oh, <laughs> you must be excited. You are Is it going somewhere right? in, in Italy. Rome? Yeah, in Rome. Is There's it close happening. to the Colosseum? <laughs> yes. What would it be? Formula E. That's it. <laughs> After two months of stop, we go back racing, and sure, that you'll track be there is exciting, will you? Yeah, and the track you, is you, unbelievable. Are you doing some commentary, aren't you, for Italian? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually driving the Formula are E. Are you? Are? Oh, she's on the payroll. Oh. That's why she likes it. You're on the payroll, are you? Uh, well, they, yeah, yes, yeah, you can't uh, criticize. If you could, that's the trouble with a lot of Formula I love Formula E. It's so exciting. You, you know, you have spotters on Formula E. Yeah, electric side spotters. <laughs> yeah, we're not that keen on Formula E, I'm afraid. Well, we like the right racing, we like the drivers, but we just don't like the amount of rules that they have. And you're only allowed to, you can't go flat out all the time. Racing should be flat out. Ten tenths all the time, not this strategy. Hold on, hold but on. You need to be sustainable. Sustainable. Mentally. <laughs> Mentally sustainable. You would not say that if you had the journey we had last night from Zurich to here and we were at minus three trying to charge two cars on one charger. Uh, How long did it take? Two hours, three hours. We had to we had to charge one, then they went off. Of course he went off. Left me in the freezing cold, then I had to charge mine, and then I was an hour and a half later. I thought Switzerland had bigger infrastructure. You know, we were amazed. Service station, just three, two slow pumps and one fast pump. For it. Just, we left it too late. We, were, we chanced it a bit so too late. So you commentate on Formula E then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do the commentary and everything. And yeah, obviously for, in Rome it's exciting. It's one of the most exciting places. Well, it looked, it looked fantastic. They all the just follow each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lift what? and coast and break. And where's NASCAR next week? <laughs> oh, NASCAR's at Martinsville. Vicky, thanks for joining. Go and film the Maserati. Have some fun. I'm gonna Enjoy Rome. 
I'm going to upload this podcast to YouTube. That's as exciting as my life <laughs> gets. You two are out driving the streets of Ciao. Italy, Switzerland. Ciao. 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 Are we filming? Whatever. Yeah, filming it. Filming the podcast. Okay. Oh, we film our podcast. Yeah, we film our podcast. Straight away on set. You get me going. I mean, it's like putting new tires on 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 the first in.